Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. This is my third attempt to record this episode because my technology is acting wonky again this morning and I don't really appreciate it. But at least I caught it before I finished the whole show. I only got like five minutes into talking before I realized it wasn't working. So I have, I have to tell you about my night last night. As you know, we did Recovery Dharma a few weeks ago. I guess it's been about a month ago now. And we got a little familiar with it. It was all really quite new to me. But I like I like what it represents. And I definitely want to learn more and more about it. And since we covered it, I have joined a Facebook group that, full disclosure, I've not been super engaged in just because of... Um, just because of life. Anyway, well, as you know, I'm in, I'm involved in my alcohol free community, which is, you know, Recovery Elevator. And they started doing Recovery Dharma groups in there. And I got to go to my first meeting last night. So it's very good. And I thought it was very interesting that I show up on a night. This is the universe, guys. The universe does some crazy things for me. The, the topic is the same, it was equanimity, and we did the equanimity meditation from the Dharma book, and what's kind of funny, now I get it, you know, there's, maybe it's just a coincidence, but when I led meditation a couple of weeks ago at work, it was the exact meditation that I did, and I had led it off with the definition of equanimity, and oh, I guess it's time to get up, my alarm's going off. It was just, it was really neat that that was the the premise of last night's meeting and that's what I really connected to as we were going through it. So that was my, my very interesting Monday night. I plan on going back to to that meeting as much as I can. I imagine that when the world opens up a little bit more, we'll go back to having our regular Monday night meetings at the center. And, and I, I do treasure those meetings too, but it's okay to expand my horizons. So I guess while I'm on that train of thought, you know, same for you. If, if you go to GA meetings and I don't know, there's different choices in different places, right? Like, like in Kansas city and the cap district here in New York, you can go to a different meeting because there was seven days a week. A meeting and maybe you don't have that option in your neck of the woods but maybe change things up switch things off get exposure to new people in recovery I know I'm going down a, a completely different rabbit hole than normal but hey what can it hurt to learn from new people and get exposure to how they're thinking or even how different meetings are run that's another thing I find very interesting is there's there's like the overarching way, and I'm speaking specifically about Gamblers Anonymous right now. There's a way that Gamblers Anonymous, the the literature, right, which everybody, not everybody, that's a bad, that's a, I don't like those blanket statements, that most people, you know, are trying to follow the rules of GA and are are pretty black and white on. And if you go from area to area, What's interesting is it becomes an interpretation thing of the rules. And, you know, 
the meetings are reflective of those members that are either current or in the past that have left legacies on the design of their meeting. So it's interesting. So expand your horizons if you're in a position to do so as far as meeting and, and your recovery stuff. So our September 1st reading starts with a quote from Jake T. Spirituality is an individual matter. I can tell you what it means to me, but it might be different for you. Many of us get confused when we talk about religion and spirituality. We hear newcomers ask if the two are the same. If they aren't, how are they different? The simplest explanation we've heard is this one. You could be spiritual, but not necessarily religious. Or you could be religious and spiritual. But being religious doesn't necessarily mean you are also a spiritual person. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Most people don't say that. We have found our spiritual spirituality clearly reflected in our daily lives. How do we treat each other? How do we treat ourselves? Are we honest, caring, sharing? Do we listen? Do we have time for other people? For many of us, spirituality does not come easy. Our feelings have been numbed by alcohol, food, gambling, and other substances. We've lost touch with our faith and became isolated from the world. We were left with a tremendous inner void. Now we are learning that spirituality can help us fill it. Our spiritual growth is one, is one sure signpost on the road to recovery. Today, through prayer and meditation, guide me to find what spirituality means to me. Help me become a spiritual person. If it's your first episode listening, and I'm guessing it's probably not, because we're in the 300s now, I think, but just in case you are, my stance on spirituality is this. I don't think I had any or knew what it was before 2019, at least not on any not on any, any acknowledged level, not in any meaningful way, not on an intentional practice. So in 2019, I was working on my Step 11 work in the Gamblers Anonymous program. And it says sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him. So that was like my spirituality step. And I started to go to church in 2019, a non-denominal non church. And that was a, a pivotal time in my, my spirituality shift. Not only was I going to church, I was meditating and, ex, you know, exploring things. That's kind of the whole point. So in 2019, I did a lot of guided meditation. I joined the apps. I went to meditation at work. I went to transcendental meditation. Like that was just, that was just my strategy to get in touch with spirituality. And I feel like between that and, and just being open and then going through the the breakup that I went through starting in 2019, you know, all the way to just recently getting some, like where I feel a little more settled about that situation. Throughout the course of that journey, I somehow... And, well, and the beginning of this year, actually. I've gone through, I feel like I've had my spiritual awakening and I don't know what that definition is for other people, but 
for me, it's like a very profound shift in my thinking. It's, it's where I went from like a poor me mentality to, oh, I got this because whatever happens, I can get through it, through it, not around it. Just calling that out. And I can look at my life so differently now. You know, I can, I know it's okay with the boy. I know it's okay with the job. I know it's okay with the family. Like I can just live my best life. I know if I screw up, I screw up, it'll be all right. You know, like I just have this faith and that's a part of my spirituality. I believe that the universe truly, truly has a plan for me. And that's, that's who I choose to identify my higher power as is the universe like believing that everything really does happen for a reason needed my oxygen sorry um that everything happens for a reason and has happened for a reason which is part of why I don't need to hang out in the past anymore I look at the past as a reminder I look at a past for the lessons and that's what works for me. I know different literature says different things. And it's, it's, for me, it's different than like hanging on and dwelling in the past. That's been one of the biggest shifts. So that's kind of how my evolution of spirituality has progressed so far. And I say so far because things like learning more about recovery dharma, for example, and understanding Buddhist principles is going to probably add another layer and then the next whatever the next thing is I get exposed to or that I want to learn about will be another layer you know it'll continue because that's that's just who I am I'm always wanting to learn and grow and evolve and I also want to be able to provide the tools because one of my biggest platforms of like like the Bobby the Awesome message is we don't have to do it the same way. Like, I hope we all do it. And by do it, I mean quit gambling. I hope we all do it. But it doesn't mean that my way of doing it is the same as your way. So I want to be clear on that. So you may never, you may never go down this road. Uh, um, I hope that you do because of, not because I want you to do it my way, but because I want you to find the peace and, and just the serenity that I found. I feel like this was a big, oh, excuse me, guys. A big part of my evolution was was having this, this peace and discovering the spirituality part of it. So the book tells us they're, they're different and that you could be religious, but it doesn't mean you're spiritual per se. So I, I really like how I guess by this definition, I was spiritual before, but it wasn't necessarily conscious. How do we treat each other? How do we treat ourselves? Are we honest? Are we caring, sharing? Do we listen? Do we have time for other people? If I was to think back of how I behaved before this, you know, I I definitely have always tried to treat others with um, respect and kindness. However, I wasn't as adamant about not being judgy, not talking about people behind their backs, you know, like all of those things, the petty things, which were really a reflection of me, not the other people. I've always 
strive to be honest, but when I was gambling, it wasn't always so. I mean, um, when I was involved with the with the wrong guys, it wasn't always so. There was hiding and lying. I think I've always been pretty caring. I think I've shared on some level. I, I Because I had never really gotten vulnerable, I don't know that I shared myself the way I could have in the past. Do I listen, you know, between college and then my recovery and just being mindful of that? Um, I'm still working on that. I still zone out when people are talking. I still want to get my, you know, voice heard, which is why a podcast is a perfect platform for me because I don't necessarily have to listen unless I'm interviewing someone. <laughs> but I get to just get my thoughts out and just and just spew. It says that spirituality doesn't come easy for a lot of people and and that our feelings have been numbed by the bat right? Numbed by alcohol, numbed by the bat. And that's very, very interesting. Wow. I actually had never really thought about this, that that's part of why it became, Ooh, became easier for me probably, or maybe for most, maybe for everyone. I don't, I don't know for who, but once you get rid of all the things that we use to escape, we have to deal with it. So does spirituality mean that it's just essentially dealing with the process of, of what we're feeling? Is that part of it? I hadn't thought of it quite that way. And and we can, this says we're learning that spirituality can help us fill it. And um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, a lot of people... When, they, when they're dealing with death and grieving, there's a lot of uh, discussion around, you know, God with condolences or, you know, having faith or, you know, I'll pray for you. Like, that's all part of the culture. And what is that? That's a way to help with the grieving. It, it's because we know that, wow, here's another aha moment I'm having. It's because us as human beings aren't capable of fixing it or making us feel better about it. So we have to turn it over. Sounds pretty interesting. I love doing these shows with you guys. I've, I'm becoming so like aware of things that aren't just me. <laughs> it's good stuff. Our spiritual growth is one sure signpost on the road to recovery. I like I like that. I think that in order to truly recover and not just be abstinent. I can't remember that example I gave you guys a while back in the shows, but I thought it was really good, the difference between abstinent and recovery. But yeah, spiritual growth, I believe, in order to be... So, okay. So here's here's some of my philosophy, guys. I have zero urges to bet. Zero. I occasionally have thoughts... And the thoughts are becoming no different than when I'm trying, trying to listen to someone, right? If I catch myself going off, it'll be like, oh, Bobby, you're thinking about other stuff. Circle back. Make sure you're paying attention. That's kind of what my gambling thoughts are like. It's it's like an outsider looking in like, oh, you're having a bad day. Wouldn't it be good to bet? Or, oh, you're having a bad day. And I'm I'm just using that you know, for the sake of things. Oh, you're having a bad day. Oh, well, in the old days, I would have went to the casino. 
Oh, it would be fun to play that game again, but nope, that's not my that's not my gig. I know where that leads me. Like it's just a brief conversation, like fleeting sometimes, and it it is being very conscious with it, and then reminding myself who I am and who I want to be. And it's not. It doesn't take a whole tremendous amount of effort for me now. So that's why I kind of believe that the things that I've done and have made me this person and have these kind of feelings, I I want, you know, recovery or people to be recovered, essentially. Now, I won't get cocky and say that, you know, the language of the program definitely does not say that we could ever achieve recovery, full recovery. No one who's a believer in any of that. I don't know that. I don't know where I'm landing because every day I learn something new. So I will say, though, that I think that some of these things I've tried, like maybe if you're someone who also is anti-religion, anti-spirituality, like I was for so many years, maybe you try to go to church a couple times, you know, maybe or, or whatever. Maybe it's not church. Maybe it's, you know, some sort of a a group that has a spiritual foundation, whatever that looks like, give it a whirl and see how that impacts your recovery. Because I think there's a lot of people that are proof that incorporating spirituality definitely helps us be more successful with our, with our stuff. So that's what I got today, guys. I, um, I hope that your, your week has started off well. I am, Gonna go get ready for. I have a meeting in a little bit here, and then it's on to Zumba and then to face today. So I love Tuesdays now that we can go back to Zumba on Tuesday morning. And yeah, life is good. All right, beautiful people, have an awesome day. I'll talk to you soon.